0: Welcome to the Ales and Tales Podcast. My name is Mike Mercurio, and with me, as usual, is my co-host, Ben Perrier. Hello. And we have a change of plans today. Haas couldn't join us, so standing in for him is a buddy of mine named Andy. and hey, what's your last name,
1: Andy? I don't know it. My name is uh, Andy, Andy Fine. <laughs> Andy, oh, Andy
0: is fine, okay. Uh, Andy Fine. Um... <laughs> He is a, a, a fellow beer drinker as well, a buddy of mine that I've known for a little while, and uh, always ends up coming up with some good beers to try uh, whenever we get together. So wanted him to join us, and uh, as you know, we always have different palates, so we figured we'd bring him along and get a different view, a, a guest taste bud. Mm. So, uh, hey, that works both ways. That's kind of funny.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course.
0: Um, it was cheesy, but it works. Oof. So, Andy, tell us a little bit about your your, your beer tasting
1: life. A beer tasting life started when I was about eight years old. <laughs>
2: nice. My, my old man said... I approve?
1: Yes, yes. He was no, a,
2: kids, do not drink. No,
1: of course not. Uh, he he uh, He's a Labatt drinker through mm. and through. You're my boy, Blue. Yes, Canadian Pilsner. <laughs> and uh, it was a rough week, so there was Paps in the house. It wasn't a Labatt week. And he said, I think it was a deliberate message. And he said, son, have your first sip of beer, and it was a Pabst. so my life started with paps uh hopefully it's grown from there it has grown from there (laughs) strangely enough come full circle uh but my my palate these days is is typically heavy heavy with ipas uh Mm -hmm. the hazies these days are a good go-to you know summertime good mowing beers a goza. uh the only beer that i'm typically not into uh is is pretty much anything heavy wheat like a, a Saison these days does not really to do it for me. Um, again, back to the ghosts I'm seasonal. So when it gets colder out, I'm, I'm deep into the porters. Okay. And the dark talking my language. <clears throat> peanut butter milk styles. And we just reviewed that,
2: actually, just a couple episodes and the, ago. And the Imperial... Yeah, no kidding. Side by great. side, did we do it side by side? I think we did it side by side. Yeah, it was great. I, I, I love the Imperial. Not a fan of the regulars. Mm. I'm not a big sweet guy on yeah. the darker beer. I don't. If it's a you know a summery light beer and it's got a little fruit to it, a little sweetness to it, I'm okay. Yeah. When it gets to the stouts, so yeah, I don't like the sugar. I'm with you. The, I'm with you on that. You know, but I'm a
1: very seasonal drinker. Uh, yeah. Whatever makes it feel good. But I'm always going to go to my flagship IPA.
0: I'm a seasonal drinker too. I drink in all four seasons. Yes. <laughs> right on. Well, yeah. I, so today we are going to review uh, something a little different. Normally we do bottles, cans. Uh, yeah, not that. Different. I had stopped by uh, our local uh, tap room here that has a lot of different stuff on tap, and I said, "Give me something unique that we should review." Uh, the young lady gave us something that's local. So this is Hollow Point Schloss beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're a local brewery here in Nashville, Tennessee. So mm-hmm. for anybody Just here in Nashville, not too long ago, yeah, so you can check them mm-hmm. out if little you're not. Ago, tops. Maybe if we like this and we we, we mentioned it as such, you can come up to Nashville, give you a good excuse to come to Nashville and enjoy a good beer. Uh, So this is a uh, Schloss beer is Hollow Point's first release. It's rich, toasty Munich malt uh, accompanying a subtle caramel and touch of chocolate with enough noble hop bitterness to create a balanced, drinkable beer. So Yes, he didn't mention
2: it's a Munich Dunkel. Mm.
0: It is a Dunkel. Yes, that is correct. Sorry. Uh, it's 5.3 alcohol by volume. Um,
2: 23 IBUs.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. I, I don't drink many Dunkles. I do know that
2: one of the most popular in Tennessee, Yeehaw. Yeah, because Yeehaw Dunkel. makes a good Dunkle. Yeah. Um, I like Dunkles. Uh, dunkle, Dunkle Vice. You were saying you like the wheat. I'm, I'm all right with the wheat beers. I like a good Dunkle Vice. Um, I do got to mention, since since Austin isn't here, take over and talk about their labeling, um their image on the Schlossbier is epic it makes me want to go play Castlevania right now <laughs> Um, you have this very Transylvanian castle with the gnarly moon behind it it's, you know purple mountains it's, it's a cool little drawing man I, li- I like their artwork on their cans
0: so we're having to do all this by by cell phone right now we're looking this stuff up so we can relay everything so hold on, let me see this picture real quick Oh, heck, it is Castlevania. That's that's straight off the Nintendo game. That's pretty right on.
1: In the world of beer these days, when everyone's just trying to be so
2: unique on their packaging and labeling, that's still somehow unique. I like the old hand-drawing artwork. We've talked about it before, how a lot of cans are getting way too busy, and I've got to hunt the can to figure out, A, who it's from, B, what it even is. And that's just like when I'm in the store and I'm bum, you know, I'm looking at a hundred different cans. If I can't tell what it is, chances are my eyes are going right over yours to the next one. I don't get drawn in by like the super intricate line artwork, and you got to like read the fine print on the silver can. And it's white litter to see what it says. Yeah, I'm out.
1: I don't wear glasses. It looks like the magic eye to me. I just kind of so right castle.
0: See what sticks out. Oh, right there's right beer. I'm yeah. good. Oh, I see a Ferrari in that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, well, let's get to it. All right, so we're going to pop this thing open. We'll give it a smell, see what we see. See what we see. We're we going to give it a smell and see what we see. Hey, it's man. It actually kind of works. I sometimes wish I had it. I think it'd be kind of cool. All right, I'm going to try not not spill this everywhere from this growler. It's awkward. There's, you know, 100,000
2: people with out there growling. now going, we hate you, Ben. No, it's, it's right. not cool.
0: So i won this crazy thermos growler, which keeps it cold, looks great, travels well, and pours like ass. It's awful to pour from. It's because
1: you got to drink straight from the. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're supposed to just take the whole thing tailgating and
2: drink. It's got that like deep recessed Nalgene shape. All right. There's no pour spout,
0: so it produces a thick head. Um, Mm -hmm. It's thick, not as far as quarter inch. Yeah, but as far as you can tell, the 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 head itself is very, It's very foamy, creamy head, like a mattress. Like Mm -hmm. you could stuff a pillow with it. Cappuccino head, you know, coloring. bunch of different sized bubbles, but definitely skin. smell the Munich malt. It smells. <laughs> it smells like salty river water, with beer mm. in it. It's See, like I, when I they get, turn, I the, get
2: more of the the caramel hint coming through. My only problem with like you know certain caramels and beers, you know, a lot of times are caramel malt. So you kind of get that almost kind of like when a beer sat out overnight and you smell the next day. It's got that really it's got a little bit sickly, of funk to it. sickly sweet smell. That's what that caramel always smells like. I mean, it mm. tastes better than that, but.
0: You can definitely t- tell there's maltiness
2: to it, that's for sure. You know I me, mean? I like a good, malty beer.
0: It's not There's not a whole lot to nose out of it, really. It's pretty yeah, clean. It's it's pretty like, pleasant smell. See, I was thinking yeah. I
2: was just stopped over allergies because, yeah, I couldn't <laughs> get much of anything.
0: <clears throat> now, normally, you know, a lot of these beers I mean, that's just get all kinds of stuff from it.
2: Yeah, easily approachable, drinkable beer. It's dark. It's really dark. It does have a good balance between the malt and the, the sweetness, I think. It's a little sweeter than I like, you know, but it's... Did you
0: it's, already taste it? it?
2: Yeah. It's a Munich Dunkel, so it's to be Junked expected. Jumped the gun,
0: man. Oh, he like, just I
1: jumped like, the gun. he got sinuses. He uh-huh. can't smell, but man, he's labeling it. I so was boring, thinking the same right? thing. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. Okay, yeah, so so Mike and I haven't sipped it yet. Yeah, let's cool. give it a shot. Yeah,
0: go for it. Cheers. Mm. Okay. So what do you think? That's smooth. Yeah. That's very smooth. The first thing I notice is not even the taste. It's just how
2: smooth it is. If I had to be given a choice to, like, a beer to chug in a bar for a competition, this would be good good (laughs) If you're being a dark beer, it kind of slides down the hatch. Like, if a
0: beer goes flat where there's no carbonation, it's, like, that smooth, but there's still carbonation, but it's not Mm -hmm. heavy carbonation. That's Mm -hmm. nice. It's very, very creamy, very light, very smooth, and then immediately after it, you get a lot of caramel malt. Yeah.
2: Well, that's that's one thing they were saying online is this brewery specializes in German-style beers. You know, which are typically lagers and a little easier to drink, not Mm. not as heavily carbonated, hopefully. Um, First thing I thought
1: of when I saw the color and the smell, I was like, bold move. July 18th or whatever day it is we're recording this. This heavy of a beer, but it's not heavy whatsoever when Mm -hmm. you drink it. It's very
2: drinkable. I could drink this after mowing the lawn. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Which is, yeah, looking at it, you would go, nah. You're right. (laughs) It's not refreshing at all. Mm -hmm. But it is. It's surprising. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. So we get a little bit of lacing, not very much. It's some of it's sticking, some of it's kinda of sliding down the glass. It might just be the glass. It's kind of spotty at best. The the head's kind of receded to just kind of a thin lacing of you know, film on top of the, the beer itself. hmm Yeah, it went away fairly quickly. But again, all this is pretty typical of that style of beer. It's what yeah. it's meant to do, so
0: the head was almost as thick as like a cream stout would produce, like almost milkshaky at first, but it, it dissipates quickly.
2: And yeah, part of that might might have to do with you having to kind of heavily pour out of the no, that's true too. The canister. Kind of jostles it up, mixes it in the glass, and gets it to foam out. I saw a cool little video on uh, on YouTube about why you should always pour beer in the glass. And, you know, he carefully pours the beer in the glass. And I've never thought about this, but I was like, oh, it doesn't make sense. So it doesn't, you know, foam up. He pours it gently down the side. Mm-hmm. And then he takes a straw and just dips it in and out of the beer. And the beer just goes, Boof! And it foams up. And he's like, that's what happens in your stomach when you drink out of the bottle Mm of a can. Mm -hmm. You don't get a chance for the carbon dioxide to release. You get gassy. You get bloated. It's like, so if you do that kind of hard pour a little bit to the point where it foams up. Releases some of it early. Yeah. gets out the uh, carbon dioxide and releases the aromas and the flavors. and It's like, ah, I'm a snob. I'm just smart. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) I just had patience. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Be able to out, out, drink all y'all on the bar tonight, because I'm not going to get gassy. <laughs>
0: there you go. Give a little, a uh, few less burps, a few more beers. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is something that I could, I could see myself not getting
2: mouth fatigue. Yes. Would you agree to that? I would agree to that. The drinkability is pretty high, and that's you're talking about, liking IPAs, and that's what, I like IPAs too, but it's to a point. Like I can't really have more than two. Mm. Depending on the IPA, I might be able to go to three or right, right. Potentially four, depending on the day. But I get mouth fatigue. Yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, it's just a lot of them are sticky and coke the tongue, and the tongue just starts feeling heavy and comes a little bit much. I mean, stouts can do that too, don't get me wrong, but I'm generally more sipping on those. Mm-hmm. You know, IPA, and just my brain thinks lighter beer and drink yeah. fast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, as far as flavor notes, I definitely get the malt and the caramel right up front. I also notice a lot of, like, this is, if, if you've had a, a nut brown ale, Mm-hmm. like a toasted pecan mm-hmm. flavor. There's a lot of that in there, too. It comes yeah. in a little after. Do you have a toast? There's, there's not a wide range of flavors. This doesn't go all over the place. No, it stays yeah, very, very linear within that malt flavor profile. But it does it well. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's almost like the, the, this taste to me is when Germans would point fun at our domestic beer before we had any craft beer whatsoever in America... They're going like, oh, that's what you're drinking? This is what real beer tastes like. <laughs> but now this, it's almost come full, full yeah. circle where craft beer is making classic German style, you know, beers here. Mm-hmm. It kind of had, that's what this reminds me of, a uh, standard, good German beer. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I was not a big German beer fan until recently when we went over to, to Austria. I had um, some Gerst, some uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, Hofbrau, and some of the other ones that they had out there in I was impressed. It was yeah. really, really yeah. good. Of course, the beer houses, you know, they get it fresh right there, and it's it was delicious. And when I came back, I started drinking some Yazoo Gerst. Yep, uh, became a big fan yep. of that.
1: That's one of their bestseller
0: and, uh, and
2: bestseller brewery,
1: too. Are hey, you Ben? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they just opened <clears throat> what Saturday in
2: Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were open Friday. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so Friday all of them are Friday and Saturday. Sweet.
0: Ben opened them up and closed them down. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't on
2: Friday, but they closed at nine, so it's not that hard to do. And I didn't get there till, you know, eight fifteen. Right. So that was a that was a wild forty five minutes, let me so say. I,
1: so I didn't know how um how acceptable it was to name drop, but yeah, the, the one of the first com, you know, comparable beers, it has that Gerst mm-hmm. taste that mm-hmm. I know that locally yeah, as you makes. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely very similar to that. Very very drinkable beers. Mm-hmm. They're the
0: Essegur. And this is this. I, I like this. This is the first I've ever heard of this brewing company.
1: Yeah, I've never. Heard um, of yeah, they, I'm said, definitely I,
0: gonna check them out for some more stuff. This is worthwhile. So if you do want to come to Nashville, this is a good reason to do so. This is yeah. a
2: this is a worthwhile thing. I talked to them at Brew at the Zoo, and they I mean they had just opened, um, and told me they specialize in the German beers and and whatnot. So do we know where they're located? They're not.
0: That's the. I just uh, I did learn that. So the the, the, the lady at the, oh, the, the taproom right now. They're Yeah. They basically rent space in the in the other you don't you need
2: to pour it all over yourself <laughs> this this poor
0: canister it's a great idea and it does that just moves you
2: know. no it does not okay I'm good
0: um anyway so yeah she said yeah they're really really good nice guys there you go all over the place <laughs> my man you can get that off the table Go ahead and slurp yeah it up. <laughs> we don't <coughs> we don't cry over <laughs> spilt beer here we just slurp it up
2: thank you yeah, I got a little overzealous with that one. <laughs> you weren't joking no. about the difficulty of that beer. I was like, oh, I think the Porter was It's the shape of the glass. It kind of went in and just like right back out. curved out the side and jumped right back out. We'll get
0: Porter in here. He can drink some of it in a minute.
2: And, all right, so your rating. All right, let's give it a rating. So for the record,
0: we have no official rating system. It's just whatever comes to mind. So have fun with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's A through Z. Oh, well, we've done, thumbs done point system. We've done uh,
2: educational grading system. We've done thumbs up system. It's just kind of whatever that beer speaks to your heart as. Yeah. So you're, you're the guest. Let's start with so you. I'm going to lead? Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, can I ask a question before? Absolutely. Sure. Right? Are we doing the style of beer, or just overall, all beers in existence that ever hit my lips? That is
2: your option. Yeah. I've done both.
0: You can describe as in detail as you want, and if you have any ideas of what I've, you think this would be good with, anything okay. like that, go I'll for
2: it. Great. I've given two scores before. Okay, that's great. So...
1: I think this, there's there's not enough thumbs for me to hold to say one thumbs up, two thumbs up, one and a half thumbs up. So I think I'm going to go through a one through ten scale. All right. On this and um, little note, not not my go-to beer, but I have no problem with it. I do enjoy it. It is very drinkable. Uh, still leaning towards more of a fall beer. Would pair mm-hmm. well with pumpkin pie, maybe mm-hmm. something like that has a spice to it. Oh yeah. It's not in this beer. A lot of those fall seasonals. I feel like I have a base of this taste without like the nutmeg or cinnamon taste to it. I can definitely um, drink this with the brat. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Um so okay. Number, not 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 made up yet. One through ten, um, eight being great.
2: I'd go six two. Alright. It's good beer.
0: Six so point two, right on. I
2: like the uh classification 8 being great because it kind of puts the scale on almost an exponential level because mm-hmm. if already great and you get to 10 it's yeah. got to shoot up pretty quick right. I like that reverse bell curve yeah because that's I, I well, no, well, started yeah, steering I away ahead, from yeah, the 10 yeah. point scale because I found like mm-hmm. everything always fell within like this small little range kind of like when you go to Beer Advocate or rate Beer everything was within this small little range right. like alright those tenth of a point so they were really like that do, much of a difference do they do
1: 5 stars on on that website yeah
2: that's which big. makes it even closer yeah Four point
1: um, 4. four and four point two. Well, kind of. I think what they do
2: is they take the the five labels: the taste, the sight, the smell, right? right. Everything they give those a rating and then take the average. And so it's you're gonna, you know. <laughs> but if, I like I like that. At eighth grade, it's yeah. well. If, it's, this it's, were,
1: it's, if this were if this were eight and you're visiting, you know, from wherever, if you were if you weren't going to Nashville, you were going to Florida. and You're driving through Tennessee. You'd go out of your way to pull over and get a growler of the stuff. It's a good beer. Gotcha. But you're also not gonna, you know, like jeopardize it. the kids.
2: And yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would I would definitely give it a solid B. Um, okay. You know, as far as Dunkel goes, I definitely give it an A minus. Um, it's a solid Dunkel, easily drinkable. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. Hmm. Um, you know, the, Dunkels don't think have a lot of variety. I mean, you can get some, but maybe I'm just not that experienced in them. But it's not something like an IPA or stout where it can just yeah. be wildly different flavors. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to give it a solid B. Cool. I,
0: it has the right amount of everything as far as I'm concerned. It's not, it's not sweet, but it's not, not sweet. It's not bitter, but it's not, not bitter. It's just, just right in the middle of Mm -hmm. everything. There's no overflow of flavor in any one direction. It's just smooth. It's creamy. It's, it's, it is refreshing. I don't know how many of these I could have, but it wouldn't be an effort to drink it. Like, I could drink a few of these
2: without an issue. I, I think I could get through five or six before I really even realize it. If I was out, like, at a party or—you were talking about fall. Like, I'm thinking if I was at a, a tailgate with, like, a mm-hmm. fire going, yeah. I could crush a six-pack of this mm-hmm. before the game started.
0: So, well, what was funny is, Andy, when you mentioned, you know, with pumpkin pie, yeah, one of the first things I thought of is, well, in Germany, they've got the big Christmas market. Okay all the spices and stuff that go along with Christmas, this this would go well with that. So this, I definitely could see this being a a fall, winter type of beer. I'm just impressed that it is as light and refreshing as it is when it is like sticky humid outside Mm -hmm. where my glasses Mm -hmm. fogged up earlier today. I I dig it. I'm going to give it, I'd say maybe a 7.5 out of 10. I like it. I'm a big fan of this. As far as the German beers I've had, I would go back and have this if I said, hey, I want a German beer. I would do this. Mm-hmm. It, it yep. makes me really curious to find out what other beers they do and how well they do them. So, yeah.
2: I like it. All right. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers, man. All
0: right. Well, that's it for this episode. We'll put uh, we'll put a picture of the label up on our um, Instagram page. We're working on a Facebook page that'll probably be up by the time this is out. So,
2: The Ales and Tails podcast on Instagram.
0: Yep. All right. Till next time. Well I'm Hoss isn't here to do it. (laughs) Rock out with your hops (laughs) out.